Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL. Bryant show daily throughout the fruited plains of America over the talk monster, Red State, Red State Talk. And I want to thank all of our other friends around the country, like Loving Liberty, who indeed um, uh, help us promote our show in the great mountainous west of Utah. Yeah, I want to thank all of them up there as well. And um, hey, folks, I also want to thank you for making the show as popular as it uh, has become and i want to uh, thank my colleagues at freedomworks uh, freedomworks.org freedomworks.org go there and become a part of a a movement yeah you can become a part of a movement freedomworks.org well it's all done uh, the the die has been uh cast and i guess it's not going to be uh <laughs> retrieved or returned or any of that type thing. I guess it's just not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I, listen, even when Joe Biden has a chance to make a, a better choice, he um, always makes the wrong one. Oh, Joe, Joe's been wrong on everything. He's been wrong on taxes. He's been wrong on oil and fracking. He's been wrong on China, Iran. He was wrong on Russia. And um, he was wrong <laughs> to choose Kamala. Although, Joe, <laughs> I want to thank you. Thank you, Joe. You know, it's quite possible that if you'd have chosen Susan Rice, uh, we would have been running against Barack Obama again. But uh, you chose somebody who will divide everybody, as you've been able to do, Joe. Do, do you realize, Americans, do you realize something here about Joe Biden? Joe Biden is probably the only politician in the country right now who both Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas think is an idiot. <laughs> hey, listen. And it, it, it was those two who were adversaries 
And Joe was supposedly championing Anita Hill's position, although he didn't. And he certainly performed what was known by Clarence Thomas, Justice, Justice Thomas now, Justice Clarence Thomas now, as a high-tech lynching. Yeah, it was Joe Biden and Ted Kennedy, by the way, presided over that. It was almost like uh, John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Baines Johnson back in the 50s presiding over the demise of Eisenhower's Civil Rights Bill in 1957. Oh, yeah, yeah, Eisenhower had wanted to pass a civil rights legislation back in 1957. And, yeah, get my movie, Runaway Slave. Runaway Slave, get the movie. Get that, get the movie. And you will see that back in 1957, it was John F. Kennedy and, oh, my goodness, Lyndon Baines Johnson, the signer of the 1964-65 Civil Rights Act. Kennedy had been killed in the streets of Dallas. But they voted against, as Democrats often did when it came to civil rights, against the Civil Rights Act of 1957 that Dwight David Eisenhower, the president who I was born under, actually um, was putting... uh, Fourth, he thought it'd go hand in hand with, you know, making sure that Little Rock students could go to school. But, of course, uh, evidently, Kennedy and Johnson were against that at the time. Strange how politics changes positions uh, of people who really showed you their true position from the outset. And that leads us back to Kamala. You see, I believe, and I can see it in her eyes, in fact, it's probably somewhere buried deep in her DNA. This drive for law and order. However, she has changed her position for political expediency in these present times. But I think that you all were seeing the real Kamala when she was the top cop in Los Angeles. I think you were witnessing something that she truly enjoyed doing. And that's throwing folks in jail. And I'm not mad at her about that. I mean, hey, if you're going to be the DA, if you're going to be the top cop, hey, that's what you need to do. But don't come shucking and jiving. Don't come pretending as though that's not a part of who you are. Because that was a part of who you were and you did it very well. You can ask a generation of black and Latino men about Kamala Harris and (laughs) what's going to happen if you happen to be black and Latino in the state of California and you commit uh, a crime that 
perhaps someone who is a counterpart. And I, I'm not playing a card at all. I'm just telling you what Kamala Harris's hypocrisy is all about. She's playing the card. I'm just giving you the facts. She locked up a lot of blacks and Latinos while, uh, quite frankly, the system still under her let privileged whites go away or get away and go about their business. I know that's the way the system works. You know that's the way the system works. Kamala knows that's the way the system has always worked. It will always work that way. And those who are poor and stupid enough to keep committing crimes instead of going and getting a job and an education, guess what? You're going to continue to go to jail. But I don't want Kamala Harris fronting, you know. She's been fronting. She's pretending that she was not that person. I'm not saying she was bad for being being the, a, a tough prosecutor. I'm saying that own it, own it. And quite frankly, it may be what Joe needs. But it's not what Ocasio-Cortez wants. And, 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 and the paradox that uh Kamala is presenting right now is absolutely amazing because she could be a savior but she won't be in fact she'll be the gift that keeps on giving to our side Kamala Harris, I am predicting right now, will become the best player. Her record, her, 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 her speech, her attacks on Joe Biden will be a gift that will keep on giving for all of us who are conservatives and who are Republicans going down this last 80-day stretch. She is a godsend in my estimation. Oh, yes, the news media, the progressive news media is going to try and paint her as someone who is a, a, a brilliant darling and someone who has always been a champion, but not even the Dems, all of them are buying that. The bite, uh, many of the... Um, uh, Bernie Sanders camp. Many who are in that camp can't believe this. <laughs> oh, the essence of what they are trying to sell America centers around police toughness and how we don't need that. That's what they are trying to sell to America. Yet, Joe Biden chooses the toughest cop that California has seen, Kamala Harris. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see the blowback from that, especially when we start hitting, their, hitting her on her record, hitting her on her hypocrisy, when we start hitting her. But we must keep in mind, and the president must keep this in mind, <clears throat> pardon me, that Kamala is simply a side story. Biden is the one they're going to be voting for. 
sure, there are going to be people who will vote for Kamala, uh, vote for Biden because of Kamala. But I don't think she really brought a lot with her. I honestly felt as though Susan Rice would have been the right choice for him. I'm glad he didn't choose Susan, although we could have uh, reopened and resurrected Benghazi all over again. But Kamala's just as good. Kamala's just as good. But had he chosen uh, Benghazi Rice, Susan Benghazi Rice, Oh man, and I, I love that kind of rice too. Oh, that's not what it's called. Oh, okay. If he had chosen Susan Benghazi rice, you've never had any of that Benghazi rice? Basmat, oh. If he had chosen Susan rice, there I was thinking that. Anyway. He would have had Obama. He would have had Obama just on fire. Because let's face it, that's Obama's girl. Oh, there's no question about it. He'd have had the next best thing as far as Obama's concerned to Valerie Jarrett. That's Obama's girl, Susan Rice. I'm not too sure the president is so much on board with Kamala. The former president is so much on board with Kamala. I know that it was a shocker for the Bernie Sanders camp. And it was a shocker for me. Which makes everybody ask the question, why, Joe? <laughs> why? I can tell you why. It was because Kamala Harris wants to be president of the United States and she could never get there trying to go through the front door. She had dropped out of the presidential primaries before the first primary was held because she could not raise money and she could not garner enthusiasm. She could not and could never become president on her own going through the front door. She would have to be vice president of a president who may be seeing his time coming to retire after he wins. God forbid if that day should ever come for some ungodly reason that Joe Biden would become president of the, of the United States, <laughs> Kamala Harris would be a heartbeat. Kamala Harris would be a heartbeat.
feet away from the presidency, someone who could never become president going through the front door would be present. It also should make you consider why the powers that be would want her in that position at this point in time. It should make you consider that equally. There are people who actually want her there. And the strangest thing about it, folks, is that I truly don't believe at this juncture, and I think that it may have even become even more doubtful for them right now, having seen what's going on in this pick and having seen the, the mood swings of so many Democrats toward uh, this pick. The strange thing about it is that I don't see the energizing. I don't see the energy that uh, a pick like historic as this should be. Now, when I come back, I am going to talk to you about the evil of tokenism. Oh, yeah, you know, I've been called a token myself over the years, and I'm going to show you exactly why I'm not. And the choice of Kamala Harris is the epitome of tokenism. I'm going to show you the difference between what progressive liberals want you to believe about black conservatives being tokens, <clears throat> pardon me, and liberal Democrats being tokens. I'm going to show you what the difference is. Because black conservatives are never tokens because of one thing. I'll show, share with you what that is when we return after the break. But Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Kamala Harris, most of, well, all of the Democrat uh, black caucus, tokens, everyone. Black voices for Trump? No. Totally different scenario. I'll share with you what the difference is in tokenism. And I'll share with you what the evil of it truly is when we return. Don't any of you go anywhere. You need to be armed with the ammunition I'm about to give you. I'm CL. I'll be back in just a little bit. Thank you so much for coming along with us today as we build the bridge to conversation. I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa. 
play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That- you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, Uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known. That is America. Our homeland, my homeland, yours, mine. This land is your land. This uh, is my land. California to the New York Islands. Yeah, it is. Just as much mine as anybody in there. Yeah, if the Indians want to blame somebody, they can blame me too. Yep, I'm an American. Co-conspirator in whatever it is. Because it's my land. Now. Did we settle it, take it, whatever, whatever it was, it's my land. Same way as any other lands on the face of the earth. Uh, however they were settled, however human beings settle things, that's how land and land ownership and nations, that's how they come to be ever since Cain killed Abel. <laughs> scripture tells you it starts off kind of rough. After we start not trusting our creator lost sight of our purpose and so we start abusing one another that's the thing between Cain and Abel Cain lost sight of the purpose so he committed a crime like that so by and by down the road here we go and you come to a point where all kinds of tokens had been created and had been uh, made prominent. The Democrat Party has always been in the forefront of taking people of color in particular and using them as tokens. They, they have always treated uh, Democrat votes, black in particular, as mistresses. Listen, Bill Clinton didn't care if Jesse Jackson brought him votes, but he was not going to be seen in public with him. Oh yeah, that's that's your Bill Clinton. Treated Jesse like a Saturday night prostitute. 
and that's the way the Democrats have treated black vote for 50 years. We, 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 we come around you when it's time to uh, take you to the booth. Love you then. But until then, your people are have high unemployment. They're mad about their situation because of programs that have failed. Purposely, the people they were put in place to help have failed them by making them more dependent upon government to the tune that we are spending exorbitant amounts of money behind problems money has never been able to fix. Are you hearing me? We are spending exorbitant amounts of money behind problems money has never been able to fix and we're using tokens to do it and I'm telling you that Kamala Harris is a token that Black leaders, hear me, because I have gotten so tired of being called a uh, black conservative. Y'all, he's just a token. You don't even know what a token is. You, you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. The difference between a black liberal being a token and a black conservative being a free man and a free agent <clears throat> is this black liberals are chosen their speech is chosen for them that's why Kamala Harris is saying something's totally different than she uh, was saying just you know 10 years ago totally different just three years ago just four years ago first six years ago first time uh Senator, first-term senator, she will say whatever she is told to say. Why? Because she's a token. Tokens are there to say what you want them to say. That's a token. I am a black conservative. I say what I know to say. Not because somebody told me to say it. Not because it's something that they're, they're wanting me to pitch for them. No, no, no. I, I will never pitch something that I have been against and am against. That's how I wind up uh, not rising into the national ranks of the NAACP. Because I refuse to go along with the okey-doke of tokenism. They wanted to use me as a token to preach a doctrine of murder, abortion, Planned Parenthood. Back, let's go, I'm going back to 1985, 86, 87. 88 is when I, I think it was 88 when I stepped aside, got out, got out of there. But the, the NAACP was being infiltrated by the agents of Planned Parenthood 
And it was an idea 30 some odd years ago now that uh, was beginning to infiltrate the black church. Are you hearing me? I could not be a party to that. Abortion is now a big time factor in the negative growth rate of the black community. And it was the NAACP that ushered through through so many black preachers who were in my position as presidents of NAACP chapters. We were responsible for leading. I wasn't. I, I, I said, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I will not speak on behalf of Planned Parenthood. I will not do it. And friends, I am telling you that my star that was rising in that organization at that time, 30 years, over 30 years ago, 35 years ago now, at that time was rising rapidly. We were successful in uh, getting a, a settlement, GISD, uh, school district, which created the magnet schools that exist in Garland, Texas right now. That was a hard-fought uh, case that the NAACP, and uh, I was at the helm during this case. It was started by the first president, Goldie. Uh, her, believe it or not, her last name was Locke, Miss Locke. She started the case, and I took up that fight, and we came to a settlement. It, it, it was a different time, but they were being infiltrated with tokenism. And they needed people to be those tokens. I have always refused to be a token. So what's the difference in them calling me a Republican token? I chose the Republican Party. They didn't choose me. No, I, I chose them. I chose to speak at Tea Party rallies. My speech that I gave came from my heart and it gained the interest of people with like viewpoints. We chose each other. No, Kamala Harris was chosen because they knew she'd say whatever they want her to say. I was not chosen for that. In fact, they know absolutely, anyone who knows me knows absolutely that I am, if I'm against it, I, we can be the best of friends. You may be offering me a payday. But I will not sell principle. I will never do it. Oh, my goodness. Friends, hear me. Do you realize how often I'm approached by those on the left to denounce what I have been saying for these last 12, 13 years? Huh? 
don't you know that that there are people who have approached me to denounce it and I'm not talking about for free? There's money in selling out. I have never done it. It was much more profitable for me to have stayed the course that I was on as a preacher of liberation theology. I could have done it well, but I would have never embraced it in my heart because it's against the principles of Christ. It teaches the principles of radicalism, which Christ was, but not like that, not a social justice radical. Not an equal outcome radical. In fact, the poor, Jesus said, will be with you always. Me and the principles that I'm bringing to you, you only have a little while to enjoy those. But the poor, they're always going to be with you. There's never going to be an equal outcome. There's going to be poor people always. And they're going to be poor because of choices that people have always made. Kamala Harris is a token. And people, voices like Van Jones, demanded a token. We demand a black woman be on this ticket. I don't think that they were thinking Kamala. But that's what they got. And, oh yeah, they're going to put on their happy face and put on a happy face. and They're going to do that. They're going to hold their nose and say the good things that they need to say in order to make it right. But I don't believe it's going to be the most convincing act that they can muster. I think there's a lot of black men (laughs) who would have voted in the inner city. I think uh, there's a lot of them with the right words from the Trump campaign, especially when we reiterate the fact that it was the Trump campaign that initiated the second chance initiative for those who were incarcerated. Once we start telling our story, once we start saying what is necessary to remind people of the success that Donald John Trump's administration was before this pandemic and even during it, No one else could have done a better job. Don't you even try it. No one else could have done a better job handling this than Donald John Trump handled it. And we keep hearing these libs trying to compare 
uh, American numbers, which are as above board as any nation on the face of the planet. The numbers that you're getting in America is, are the most above board numbers on the face of this planet. We're being very thorough. And because we're doing a good job at that, the people who are doing the good job are taking a slapping around for it. As though reporting the facts should be punished. And Americans, you're going along with it. My friend Jack Brewer was saying this morning, There, there's no college athletes dropping dead from coronavirus, even when they have it and 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 get it. They 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 there's nothing happening. There's no reason to shut down the college football season. Eventually, folks, all of us are going to have had it, whether you test positive for it or not. You're always you're going to have had coronavirus. All of us are going to have had it. But the scare taxes, the hysteria, I'm telling you the day the election is over. We're going to find out that all of this was not even necessary. 80 days from now, a little over 80 days, we're going to find out, we're going to be hearing that none of this was necessary. Oh, you're going to be getting uh, accurate numbers of people who uh, are dying of other things all of a sudden. Some guy I heard uh, the other day died of the plague, and they never said what plague, but that he died of the plague. But they didn't say what plague plague. They do have names, you know. Just the plague. Well, this coronavirus is a plague on on us. And it may not be the plague that uh, everybody's making it out to be. Because surely uh, if the figures are the way there's a, they're wanting us to trust them in India and places like that, what is the real body count over there? Huh? What is the real body count over there? Well, I don't know either. I don't know either. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. The Russians claim they have <laughs> a vaccine for Corona. The rest of us are saying not so fast. We'll talk about it when I return. Don't go anywhere. I'm CL. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my So you clean me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sign. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. It is, in fact, uh, one of those days where uh, news is breaking out everywhere. Kamala Harris, of course, is the VP pick of Joe. Of Biden, Joey, <laughs> and uh, Joey has a way of uh, perpetrating phony. Uh, you know the things that surround uh, Harris and her uh, now her story is just as phony as Joe Biden's corn pop. You know the chains and all that. I I just don't can't visualize any self-respecting street thug calling himself or allowing himself to be called corn pop. You know what that sounds like? That sounds more like something I would hear coming from Joe Biden's world of being tough. <laughs> that that's not real that's what would come out of the mind of joe biden as his nemesis somebody some thug called corn pop oh my and so that's the way this thing is playing out it's all fantasy island. And, um, of course, Kamala is, um, I, I don't think you should make a big deal out of her having smoked grass. Do you realize that the time will come after my generation? Well, I'm, I'm in that generation, uh, where that time will come where, in fact, it is basically my generation who kicked it off. Where all candidates, come out of my generation most likely have smoked grass so i mean gee whiz it's legal around most parts of the country now in one form or another but the rest of it is pure fantasy island and so my friends what is it going to be let's deal with the realities the realities are if we continue to be hysterical in regard to this corona virus we will remain shut down anemic 
and sheepish. That's what the Democrats want you to be, at least up until November 4th. If they lose, they're going to have to coalesce with those of us who want business to open again because they would have lost on the type of rhetoric they were trying to sell the American people. They must lose. In order for us to get anything done ever again, they must lose big. They must unhandle the gavel from Nancy Pelosi. We must hold on to the Senate. We must re-elect Donald John Trump. We must. Or life as you have known it. And and, and I, I'm not just kidding, Republicans. You see it happening right now. In fact, in the last three and a half years, the onslaught has been absolutely terrifying. And we would have fainted had we not believed to see the goodness of God while we're here in the land of the living in the United States of America. If we had not believed to see the goodness of God right here in the land of the living in the United States of America that is founded upon Judeo-Christian ethics and principles. The tokenism that the Democrats have always exemplified and would always call someone like myself or Dr. Thomas Sowell a token. No, a token is someone who is chosen I did the choosing. I still do the choosing of what I'm going to say, how I'm going to express it. And people of like mind and I work together. I am no one's token. Al Sharpton is the token. The Congressional Black Caucus, they're the tokens. Because they are told what they are going to champion. They are told what they are going to say. That is tokenism. Kamala Harris is a token. Because she now will be told what to say. She wasn't playing nice with Joe before. Now she's going to play nice because she's told to do it. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. The day, the minute that the Republican Party leaves my sphere of moral uh, conviction, I tell you right now, my relationship with them is over. That's not the way it is for a token. The Democrat Party has gone so far away from what anyone calling themselves a Christian reverencer of God. The Democrat Party has gone so far away from what anyone who would claim the title of reverencer, a reverence, a reverend. It has gone so far away from that that only the tokens are there to hold the line. Doesn't matter what their moral convictions are. Doesn't matter. They're there just to be the tokens. That's what Kamala Harris is all about. I think her moral, her true conviction is is law and order. Because she was good at it. But she's now sold out to become a token. That's something I never have been never shall be. I have always spoken my mind. Thank you. And will continue to do so. I will also continue to look for those of like-mindedness. And oh, there are millions of them Go to freedomworks.org. There are millions of them who have like minds like you and know that Biden-Harris is the worst possible thing that could happen to America. Even the Democrats are saying or having uh, uh, second thoughts. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're having uh, second thoughts about um, they're having second thoughts (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying all of us I think we're very surprised at uh, Joe having an opportunity to choose better And even when he has the opportunity, he's wrong. Chooses wrong. Like he has on taxes. Like he has on Iraq and Iran. Iran. Like he has on Russia. Like Joe has been wrong on China. He's just been wrong. Now, he may be right for the the Democrat Party. He may be right for the Democrat Party. But, oh, Joe, 
You are so wrong. You and Kamala Harris? The both of you, the two of you together, you are so wrong for America. There's just no way I can see clear to vote for Joe Biden. There's just no way I can see myself clear to do that. Black America, you pay close attention to um, the post that I'm going to be making here soon and Black Voices for Trump, Freedom Works, because um, I believe that in his own subconscious way, in order to save his country, <laughs> and I may be stretching this big time, Joe Biden actually chose somebody who he know we would reject. I think Nancy Pelosi, in order to save her country, has put together a ticket that she knows will get rid of Ocasio-Cortez. I'm going to talk about that on the other side of the break. I don't think Pelosi is quite as crazy as we may be making her out to be. There actually may be a reason for this madness. They may actually be about trying to save their own party by putting forth a ticket that they know America, including their own people, will reject. Just a thought. We'll explore that after the top of the news when I return. <clears throat> I think happy days may be right around the corner again. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. We'll be back after top of the hour. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. 
the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I'm C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border throughout uh, the United States and around the globe over the talk monster, Red State, Red State uh, Talk Radio, largest platform in uh, the nation, most listened to as well, and I'm glad that uh, you have made our show as popular as it has become. Uh, hey, listen, I want to thank our friends there at Loving Liberty and uh, all of our other friends who have our show live and in replay uh, throughout the day. I want to thank you for partnering along with us, too. And so this is the deal. And I've been talking about it all day long. Uh, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. Uh, and, of course, all of the shows um, are archived there, at least the ones that, as I admit, uh, I don't mess up. Uh, because, hey, I've had to learn how to catalog and, you know, keep, you know, it's just been crazy what I've had to learn how to do. But it's been good because I didn't know how to do it. I, not that I wanted to know. <laughs> you know, there are some things that you can do without knowing. I could have done without knowing this. I, I had peeps who did this. and uh, But I'm glad now that I can actually keep an eye on them because I know what's going on now, whereas I did not before. And I realize uh, how to be more gracious because I have flubbed um, and fumbled a couple of few shows, quite a few. They were good. I mean, they were good shows. I won't say with whom, <laughs> but um, oh, I need to get to push something or do something. Lo and behold, you don't have it after the show is over. goes out over the airways, but there's no way that you can archive it because it's gone. That's the um, breaks you have with live radio. But all in all, it's people like you who do make it all worthwhile. The risk that go along with uh, being um, out there. And even now, all of you, all of us of like mind, we must understand that because we are like mind, and there is an ideology that says it is okay to hate people who think like we do. And that is to embrace life and, and embrace patriotism, embracing in all of that, encompassing under all of that, our love that we receive from God as Judeo-Christians. And I, I got to tell you, I do believe that this country is smiled upon 
because of our Judeo-Christian ethic. And that is what has given way to all other faiths and religions in this nation to be able to celebrate their beliefs freely as well. If Judeo-Christianism, if Judeo-Christianity goes away and is subdued, put to flight, if the, 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 the spirit of the church, which is the salt of the earth, it, it loses its savor if it is gone, what you are seeing in Seattle and Chicago and all points from there around will be very, very common in cities near you. What will be necessary if you begin to defund the police and you have people who begin to attack you and the police? You and the police. You see, when they attack the police officer, they're attacking you. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah. Listen, when that police officer gets out of his vehicle and stands in the middle of traffic and he holds up his hand and traffic stops, they're not stopping because of him. They're stopping because he represents you. They stop because of you. And when you have an attack on that law enforcement officer, it's not an attack on him. It's an attack on you. Society. You. And so, my friends, this is the stinking thinking that you are being programmed to believe. Your children in particular, your grandchildren in particular, are being programmed to believe that authority is wrong, bad. And that, my friends, is the evil found in tokenism because they use emotions of people to spawn token thoughts. That's tokenism. Thought, thoughts that w a person would nor not normally come to. But because uh, someone is saying, if you do this for us, we will give you this position or gratuity. That's tokenism. You do it because you get the token. You're a token. I have never been that. Not one black conservative that I know is that way. Because we choose what we say.
and how we say it and why we say it. That's the difference in black conservatism and liberal tokenism. The reason I left the NAACP was because they wanted me to speak token words on behalf of Planned Parenthood. I refused to be used as a token for that. But the tragedy of it all is that for some reason people believe that a token is someone who is novel in a party. And, and, and let me be quick to say that black folks have been used as tokens by Democrats for the last 50 or 60 years. You see, the Republican Party is the natural home of black people. Are you hearing me? The Republican Party is the natural home of black people. It is the party of free the slave. The party of Lincoln. It is the natural home of black people. Even Malcolm X warned black folks that any any of us voting for uh, the Democrat Party, you, you're a chump. And I believe that was true then, and I believe it's true now, because you are being used as tokens to promote causes that your parents knew were wrong. You knew were wrong, but you have yielded as a token to say they're right so that you could get something from your benevolent masters. Yeah, that's who you, that, that's who you progressive, uh, liberal Democrats are. You are getting what you think you need from your liberal progressive masters. The Hillary Clintons of the world and the Soros of the world, they're your progressive liberal masters. You think they're benevolent? Yeah, they are. They're benevolent because they own you. I'm a free man. I go and come as I please. I walk and go where I please. With whom I please. I say what I please. When I please. In the fashion that I please. I am a free man. And if I lose that right, it will be because I have lost the fight to preserve it with my life. Because you would have lost your right to being human if others are dictating to you what and how you say what you say. Oh no, if you ever thought that I was that guy who people tell me and dictate to me what you are absolutely out of your mind. I would be too most miserable among men if I were that guy. So Kamala is um, a Senate co-sponsor of Green New Deal, Senate co-sponsor of Medicare for All, 
I'll pledge to abolish flat fracking and all of that. She may play well in California, but Joe, you were going to win California anyway. She may play well in California, but Joe, only Delaware and maybe one or two other little spots will go for you. I think you have just handed neatly, and thank you, thank you, Joe. I think you have handed neatly the win, the win, to Donald John Trump. I I just want, uh, Mr. President, please, I know that the campaign listens to the show. Listen, Mr. President, and listen, folks, I am working hard to get the president on the show. I'm working hard to do that. Usually when it's possible, I'm not, you know, in a position to do it, even though I wish I could make myself, you know, that available, and I wish that at times he could make himself available. It'll, it'll come together. Working on it now. Working on it now. But friends, listen. I think that the win, because Joe has chosen Kamala, has been handed to us. And I believe in maybe my heart of conspiracy hearts. <laughs> no, I'm not a conspiracist or a conspiracy theorist. But in my heart of hearts, I believe that uh, actually, subconsciously, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi would like to see his ticket fail. (laughs) Oh, Nancy says she would. But if, in fact, Joe is successful, if we wake up on November 4th and Nancy Pelosi is still Speaker of the House, and Joe Biden happens to be President of the United States, and for some reason we did hold on to the Senate. I believe that would be Nancy Pelosi's worst nightmare because she would still have to be the slave that she is to the far left. It would be Joe Biden's worst nightmare. He would be the poster child of anyone who is said to understand, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Joe, you have asked to be president many times over the years. If you woke up as president of the United States, Joe Biden, I think it would be the worst nightmare that you could possibly have because you would be a slave to Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders and all of the Sanderites, Sanderites and the Ocasioites, the Omarites. You would be their slave. You and Nancy Pelosi would be in left, far left wing hell. So, friends, I'm telling you that I actually believe that Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi um, are 
all on board because I know, I think that they know that this is a ticket that America will reject, even those who are in their own party know that this is a ticket that all of America will reject. All of America will reject. I actually believe that the president is on track to landslide again. For just a little bit, this race had narrowed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The race had narrowed big time. Not that Biden was ever ahead. The polls were absolutely wrong about that. But it had narrowed. But now I think we're just about back to where we were pre-COVID-19 shutdown as far as Trump having the ability to pounce on the weaknesses of uh, the, the Dems. I think we're just about back there. And within another week or two, let's see, uh, yeah, after Labor Day, September 7th, after Labor Day, you're going to truly see something here. You're going to see exactly which how badly I mean the the the, the dichotomy the, the difference between the two campaigns. One is absolutely socialist and are controlled by socialist ideas and principles, and the other is American principles and those things that have made us great and will make us great again. It's going to be incredible to watch how this plays out. I'm CL. This is the CL Brian Show. Glad that all of you could come along with us as we build a bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Brian Show. Um, if you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free. The C.L. Bryant Show onto your favorite device. And all of the shows are archived there on the C.L. Bryant Show. The ones we managed to get up are right there. And uh, on the C.L. Bryant Show app, powered by Mercitech. I'll be back. <laughs> Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
hands are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily throughout the fruited plains of our nation. Red State Talk Radio is our parent platform and uh, certainly, certainly am glad to be a part of the talk monster, Red State Talk, largest platform, uh, talk platform in the nation. And the most listened to as well. I also thank our friends uh, out there at Loving Liberty and in Utah uh, for having us on as well. Thank you so very, very much. Hey, friends, listen. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, if either of them win, Another round. It will be their worst nightmare. It not only be our worst nightmare, it'll be their worst nightmare. Because they will be slaves to the far left. And they're far too old to be slaves to the far left. So I actually think that Nancy Pelosi's glad that there is a ticket of Biden and Harris because she knows that there is going to be rejection of this from Americans. You believe, mark my word, mark my word, I have it archived right here if I don't lose the show. <laughs> and so, that aside, just, just, no, put that in your pipe and smoke it there. No, put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, all that aside, a Russian official <clears throat> accused the United States of conducting information warfare against the coronavirus vaccine it says is ready to use, to mass use. Now, I think you heard me say a couple of days ago or maybe a week, week or so ago that even if they come out with a vaccine, that does not say that I'm going to take it. Now, that's the American vaccine that I'm talking about. However, uh, do you really want to know what I have to say about anyone who would want to take this Russian vaccine? That Vladimir Putin, by the way, made a point of saying that he's given it to his own daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That Vladimir will tell you anything. I mean, he'll 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 tell you that he wins every election there by eighty percent or more. Yeah, right. So that's uh, that's that's where uh, we are, friends. That's where we are. We are in that age where even the Russians are playing us. And what kills me is that there are so many Americans who buy into the Russian side of that argument. You just wait and you just wait. You just wait. 
there's going to be somebody prominent here real soon that's going to step forward and uh, tout uh, this Russian vaccine. There's gonna, there might even be some Hollywood uh, celebrity, you know, share somebody. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean, I shouldn't have said share. I really, I've always dug share. You know, always wondered what she found in that guy, Sonny. But anyway, ah, America, wake up and understand that the Russians do have <laughs> the answer to the remedy for the coronavirus and that there is going to be someone from among us here in America who is going to step forward and implore us to take this Russian virus, antivirus. It won't be me. I see that... um, 60 singer, singer Trini Lopez dies of COVID-19. Um, and, and it's things like this. Now, how old was Trini Lopez? Okay. Trini was 83. Okay. Lemon tree, very pretty, you know puts the whatever on whatever if I had a hammer Trini was one of those uh, his versions of lemon tree and if I had a hammer but he was 83 years old okay and uh, filmmaker P. David Ebersole uh, who just finished shooting a documentary on Lopez with Todd Hughes confirmed that Lopez died from complications of Corona 19 at Desert Regional Medical Center in Palm Springs, California. Um, I don't know, friends, because see, everything is being called uh, COVID nineteen related complications of COVID nineteen. But is that true? You see, it's like Herman. When you ask the question, did Herman Cain? die of coronavirus or did he die with coronavirus and that's the question that is being asked um, here did um, Trini Lopez the 60s singer uh, remember Trini very very well did he die of coronavirus or did he die with coronavirus? And they're labeling what he di- how he died at eighty three as coronavirus as COVID nineteen. And I think all of that's going to go away after this election. I think all of that corona shaming or uh, blaming is going to go away after um, this election. Because it's all being played up in ways <clears throat> that um, is unusual. 
we there, there are kids who are dying of complications that have nothing really to do with COVID. Those kids would have the kids would have died because they had problems. Anyway, and as I have been saying, I want to know how many elderly people died last year of influenza. I want to know. And I guess you can you can Google that. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to find out. Because everything now, everybody's dying of COVID-19, but nobody's dying of anything else, it seems. Everything's COVID-19 related. I guess even a car wreck is. Um, Trump absolutely would fill Supreme Court vacancy this year if, if there was one. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we're headed, folks. That's what we're having to think. Um, the direction that we have to think the same way that we thought when we hired Trump. We have to think about that way when we rehire him, when we renew his contract. We have to think in terms of the courts, of the Supreme Court in particular. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is holding on, <clears throat> hoping to last long enough to see a Democrat president. She's holding on. That's how strong she is. That's how determined she is. She is holding on, hoping to see a Democrat president. If Trump is reelected, I think she will step down. I think that her intestinal fortitude will, her constitution is strong. She, this woman is, is incredibly strong. The lioness of the ACLU. There's no question about it. When I was uh, still a liberal, or at least uh, acting like one, she was indeed the lioness of the ACLU. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg is no wallflower. Not at all. She was strong. She is strong. And But I, I think she's holding on to see if there can be a Democrat president. But if the president regains the office, and I do believe he will, I believe Ruth Bader Ginsburg will enjoy what time God will give her left on this earth. I think she'll step down. And if a, if she'll she'll step down as well, if uh, a Repub if a Democrat president comes into office, and I think she'll enjoy the rest of her life something else. So we have to vote because of the same reasons that we voted for Trump last time. Not only because he's done a good job economically, but because. Uh, and because he's uh, signed on uh, $100 million in helping HBCUs, 
because he has created enterprise zones for black businesses and because the unemployment was at its lowest rate uh, for black youths and, and people in the history of this country, Latinos, the same, women, the same, because he had gained a new, we had gained a new respect throughout the world because we had put a leash on North Korea and China. We had put a leash on the Iranians. We had the Russians at bay. Our economy was roaring. It was booming. It was everything that we had hoped it would be and more. And then coronavirus comes along and the Democrats would not and have not allowed a crisis to go to waste. And we're going to find out that it was all unnecessary. You're going to find out that it was all unnecessary. The same deaths that occurred would have occurred. In a normal situation, they would have occurred. The strong would have survived. The weak would have died. That's still going to happen. The only thing that you can do is fortify your yourself. Become strong. By being strong. Just be strong. Because that is the way of the world. The strong always survive and the weak will die. The weak will die off. I don't care if you're a church. I don't care if you're a business. A family. A marriage. A relationship. A strong relationship will survive. A weak relationship will die off. That's the way it goes. It's the way it is. It's the way it has always been. And quite frankly, I have a feeling that is the way it is going to be. So, you make the call. You tell me, what would you want? A president of the United States who is endorsed by Black Lives Matter and Antifa or a president that's endorsed by police officers and the NRA. Which candidate would you endorse? The one who BLM wants, Black Lives Matter wants, BLM and Antifa wants, or the candidate that police officers and the NRA would want. You choose. Huh? Because, I, I mean, there's no question for me, and I'm black. But that has nothing to do with it. Why? Because I'm not a token I make the choices for my life, not my color. We make choices for our lives. Color is simply the color of the casing that I'm in. But my life consists of a whole lot more than just being a color. You better believe that. So you make the call. No, I want to be able to conduct my life in a place where law and order prevails. Don't know about you, but that's where I prefer to conduct mine, my life. In a place where law and 
correct order prevails. I would want to see my grandchildren grow up in a place where law and order prevails. Now, <clears throat> the job market is showing Americans rushing to be their own bosses as COVID continues to hit the job market like a sledgehammer. I'm thinking needlessly if the masks work then why close down business? If the masks don't work why wear the mask? Are you hearing me? If the mask work why close down business? If the mask don't work why do we wear the mask? Why close down schools? If the mask work, why why close down schools? It's because it's a gimmick. It's it, it's not real. Oh, the sickness is real. COVID is real, but you know, COVID is a form of cold virus. Now, now this mutates and affects some people terribly, horribly. Other people, it does not. I've even heard that blood type O positive, which I am, are the strongest resistors to this. And that's me. I'm blood type O positive. And folks, um, let me tell you something. Um, look around the world today. We don't really know what's going on out there, do we? Because we're the only people reporting it honestly. We're the only people testing honestly. We don't have nearly as many people as India has, and we've tested many, many more people than they have. I think ours is at 63, 64 million. India uh, have a bit over a billion people, and they've only tested 11 million. <laughs> what? And your liberal friends want to you to think that's something bad. I'll be back. Home stretch. Don't go anywhere. Thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you clean. Up inside, you thought I was to die for. So you Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. 
God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant show daily 12 noon in the 1205 noon in the east until 2 p.m. in the same um well you know what friends um i um have talked about in past times the dynamics of racism. Yeah, there's a certain dynamic to it. Uh, I've studied it. I've participated in it. Designed it in some cases to see how it works. And so far, the Dems, uh, Democrats have been uh, absolutely brilliant at uh, executing uh, that type of dynamic. Just just brilliant at doing it. And um, I often think what a waste of effort it has been and money to pour into education when you see the result of our American education system. We spent gugugobs of money, gabillions of money on education. Are you paying attention to what they're attempting to do now? There, there is a an a, a attempt, an, an absolute coup going on for your children. The new cyber teacher is being tested. Which means that there are cyber lessons that can be learned. Oh, a change is taking place. A changing of the guard could take place. It won't be to your advantage. But it could happen. And if it does, you have to make up your mind what you're going to do about it, if anything. Does the world turn mean that the world will eventually change? I think it will. 
after all, um, we do rem- read about what folks like to call the Bible days. I like what my pastor says about it, uh, James McMinnis. He says, we are in the Bible days. Everything that God has said is coming about, is coming about. We're in the Bible days. But you remember the stories told about ancient days. There were no cars. There was a time when there were no chariots. Oh, there was no internet. Just recently, not too long ago, there was no internet. So, I am convinced, of course, it's obvious that we are seeing a shift, a change. And I'm not certain that it's going to be advantageous for those of us who remember what things formerly were like. I think that we're going to fight it. I think we should fight it. I don't know if it will slow the, I think it will slow the the, the movement, but will it actually preserve the republic? Rome was once a great, great empire. But it was brought low. (laughs) There have been many throughout history. And the strangest thing about what may happen here in America is that we very well may be doing this and bringing ourselves down because of a racial dynamic. Huh? All-American skin game. The hysteria of skin color is making fools of us all. A A national culture. A culture of identity. Oh, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That's that's the code. That that's the identity politics defined by Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. He he defined that. Friends, be cert- be very certain to understand this. The choices that are before the American people when it comes to Joe Biden, Socialist Joe. And a patriot president like Donald John Trump. When it comes to the choices that they have made in their leadership. It is clear who I'm going to choose is Donald John Trump. 
I will never, never vote for someone who touts, embraces, and promotes socialism, Marxism, Marxist ideas. How, Joe, say, say it ain't so, man. Say it ain't so, Joe. Can never support you. I can Democrats, you better you better understand something. I think I think I, again. I'm I'm reiterating. I'm thinking Nancy Pelosi is 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 maybe uh, taking one for the for the for the whole country because she she's pushing something she knows will fail, and she's glad of it. She doesn't want to be a slave to Ocasio-Cortez and the far left. Joe Biden may have made the choice he made because he may be falling on his sword for the whole country. He knows. Of course, he lost anyway. <laughs> but, but he knows that he was a loser then and he's a loser now. And he knows that Kamala Harris was a loser then and she's a loser now. The only time that she has truly won is when she was putting brothers and, and Latinos in jail. That's when she was a darling. But she's changed. So she says, don't you believe it? I still think she has a lot of hang em high in her. Above, above all that, though, tell you what she really has. She has a lot of venom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That little girl has a lot of venom. And she doesn't mind biting you and injecting you with it. I don't know who it is she begroges, but I see it all over. <laughs> oh, call me a sexist if you want to. I'm telling you, that's what I see. Oh, go on, grow up. I'm not talking about the bitter female or anything like that. I'm certainly not saying that. I am not. I am saying, however, that, that Kamala Harris has a score to settle with somebody. Oh, I know, it's probably, it's, it's certainly me and others, all of us, all of us who are not on her side. She has scores settled with you. You better believe that, boy. You better believe that. But, Joe, I want to take this time right now, on behalf of all of us who are conservatives, on behalf of all of us who are Republicans, I want to thank you and Nancy for making it possible to choose Kamala Harris. I want to thank you. We believe that uh, eventually she will be the best player on our side, along with her record. Joe, you uh, are a gift that keep on giving. I want to thank you. The clips that we have from Kamala Harris actually challenging you herself, a woman of color, on perhaps your 
racist attitudes, according to her, not according to anybody else but her. Uh, I think those are going to be of absolute priceless advantage for the Trump campaign. Thank you. I have given you credit, and I do believe that both you and Nancy have sabotaged your own party by choosing and allowing it to go forth uh, that Kamala Harris would be your vice presidential pick. Realizing how ludicrous it seems to some, even in your own party, I want to thank you because you have given all Americans a clear choice between Marxist socialism or the American way of life. <laughs> that our foreparents paid for with blood. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and I my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God would bless and keep